Today, Oscar winner Viola Davis gets raw and real with her new memoir. Plus, let's get barbecuing from the famous Pig Beach restaurant. Matt Abdu is here. And friendship goals, how Allison Janney and Octavia Spencer formed an unbreakable bond. We're talking about it. From Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. <laughs> oh! Hey everybody, Hump Day, Hump Day! It's Wednesday, April 27th. Uh, by the way, Walker Hayes is going to be here. He's got a new book out. He is so cool. He was, they were, he has like six kids. They were down on their luck, had like a car with not enough seatbelts for all the kids, yeah. and a friend came to his rescue. And it's a beautiful story of friendship oh, and love and all that stuff. How anyway, awesome is that? Cool. we love him. We love his music. You know what we love more than all of it? Today's Viola Day! <laughs> Viola Davis is going to be on our show. She is a national treasure. She is. She has written a book that will transform you and it's change you. It's like a you. classic. I mean, yes. that's what's so, as a reader, Ugh. as somebody that loves to read, yes. she's an incredible writer. I mean, I know so many people are gonna read this and feel. Well, you can, if you think you know Viola Davis, yeah. you don't know Viola. If you know her as the Oscar winner, as right. the Tony winner, as this incredible, and she is, she is all of those things. But the way she got there will be unlike any any journey I think you've you seen. You know what I love about this book yeah. is that it's the front and the back. Yeah. It's oh. Viola back, now yeah. and it's the back as a little girl and it's all about her. The whole book is yeah. about sort of finding that little girl. Oh my God. Do you ever like when you think back to you? I was, you know what's so funny? I was just thinking that the other day and I was always afraid to talk. Oh. I was the one they used to tell me in school Use your playground voice, like use your outside voice. Wait, why were you Because scared? I was just afraid of, I don't know, I think I was, I don't know if I was shy or just afraid to say th something wrong yeah. or I didn't want to. But it. was it, what did you feel? And I just felt like scared. I felt scared. I felt like, you know, like don't pick me, don't look at me, don't call on me. Like because you did wanted you to feel different? Away. I would, I think like a lot of kids yeah. who are from other places, like my parents yeah. are from Egypt, you feel different. And you don't even, you can't put your finger on it, but you know you are. You know, you know you are sometimes in interactions with boys. Yeah. You know you are in other things in life. But when you're that little kid, you just want to be the same. The same. But isn't that such a weird, like, as an adult, mm -hmm. the differences are what make like yes. people great. Like when yes. you find somebody that's super unique, you're, you're like, like, whoa. Oh my gosh, you're hilarious. You're yes. this, you're that. You're not the same as everybody you're not else. The same. And right. how do we like, don't you wish somebody had said to you, but what, the coolness of, of you. you. And I don't, you know what, I gotta tell you though, at that age, I don't know what you actually believe. Because I think as a kid, you just have your, your seven-year-old brain. Yeah. And the, all you can compute is they're having fun and yeah. they're all the same. Yeah. And I'm over here. Like, yeah. what does this feel like to be the one who's over here? And I think a lot of probably immigrant kids have felt this too. You, you never quite in the beginning know if you've, fit here or fit here. I remember yes. the first time we went back to Egypt when I was a kid, I remember looking around and being so shocked that my eyes were in other people. Like I could see myself. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. But I, then you went there and you probably yeah. didn't feel like you necessarily fit 100% belonged no, I didn't. there either. I didn't. It was just like, yeah, it's a really weird and cool, interesting thing. But back to Viola Davis who had a, her upbringing was, was, was brutal. That's kind of an understatement. 
but to watch her emerge and to watch her share those lessons. Like whatever your childhood was, yes. you will learn something yes, from yes, Viola yes, today. Yes, I mean, yes. it's amazing. We're so looking forward to it. Okay, People Magazine, it's out with their beautiful list. Who's the cover girl? Helen Mirren. Yes. The dame who we love. She was just here. Remember when we had yes, her on? Yes, like, was that last week? Remember? She said, don't call it beauty, call it swagger. Yes, swagger. She said that to us. She said it that to us first. That was our quote. We had that quote. She said that to us first. <laughs> well, we, we don't know. We don't know. She probably told she her. She said it to us and but, others. But and, it's so But it's true. such a great statement because she has such an unassuming way about her. Such, almost like an, un, she's not aware of But you know what? Like, greatness. I can't keep thinking... Hmm. Viola writes about it. Yeah. Helen Mirren talked about yeah. it. You just said it. Yeah. I've felt it. Yeah. Like none of these women necessarily felt like they were enough. Yes. As yes. little kids. Yes. Or yes. beautiful. Oh yeah. No. None. Felt, yeah. Like none. I didn't. Me either. And Viola definitely did not. And Helen talked about the same thing. Yeah. She saw that as just something on the side. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. By the way, the the People magazine has a cool section. It's called My Ride or Die. So they Did they do ask a best us friend. to be in it? No. no. You mean you and Maybe Savannah. next. Okay. Wait, excuse what? me? I was going to ask if it was you and Savannah. I don't know. You're also my ride or die. Like I if am. I had a little motorcycle, yeah, I'd want you both, both in, in the, the sidecar. Well, I want to drive. I, I don't want to be in the sidecar. You're driving. I'll be in the sidecar <laughs> with popcorn. I'd love to be in the sidecar. Right, I'll here, play DJ. Here's a couple of besties. Ready? Did you know Alice and Janney and Octavia Spencer? I mean, it makes so much sense because they're both hilarious <laughs> Look how they look at each other. Funny. <laughs> they say their friendship didn't start off so swimmingly. It, was, uh, it started off kind of rocky. Take a listen. She didn't like me when she first met me. Well, I didn't realize. We, we kind of were interested in the same guy. And I didn't know she was interested. And I didn't know she was interested. And then and when I found she out found she was out, interested. She was like, I don't like this girl. I mean, she's tall, statuesque, and gorgeous. <laughs> and then we both decided we liked each other better than the guy. Better so. than the guy. <laughs> and, and our friendship has lasted so much longer than that. Right? Don't you love that? 30 plus years. They made a good decision. Always get rid of the guy. <laughs> this is this is starting to be a theme. No, it's not. I mean, I have one guy that I want to keep in, but yeah. I think like, I yes, mean, if I, a guy comes of a guy. It, uh, middle yeah. school was really the only time it ever happened yeah. to me because yeah. <laughs> I just for whatever reason. And I'm like, why did I choose the guy over her? Yeah. And did you go back to being friends with her? Yeah, I dumped him pretty soon after yeah. he gave me the frog ring. You know? You got a frog ring. Was I got it? a frog ring. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you remember when someone held your hand? What that felt yes. like? Wasn't that like the cool? It, when when I was when I was growing up, they uh, they would come up to you and say, "Will you go with me?" And that meant, "Will you go steady?" Did he ask you if if you would go with him? It's like that's what See, it meant. See, nobody. Oh, some one person asked me to go with them, and then they broke up with me ba when they saw me in a bathing suit. I know well, that was a real. Well, that was a a real, and that was sort of like what the whole school knew too, because okay. I have a birthmark, and you know, don't Aww. look. I know what a jerk. Don't you hate when the what when a plus, jerk. and also when the whole school knows something. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Octavia and Alice and Jenny are 11 years apart. No, I didn't know that. But okay. Who cares? <laughs> I know, so they asked us this morning, they said, have you ever had a friendship with somebody that, that's a little older? Yeah. I mean, we're, hello. I mean, we're sitting here. Hello. We well, were sitting there on the Zoom thing. when they asked us that. In the same room. We were in next the same room. Next to each other. I was sitting next to a garbage can where I always sit. <laughs> I mean, I think when it comes to age and does it matter, I do think the most interesting people have friends of all yes. ages. Because, number one, like, the things we talk about have nothing to do with 
our, our ages, ages or, our, or our even our um, cultural yeah. references. Nothing. First of all, they're the same. Yeah. Second of all, we are in the same stage yeah. of life. Yes. Which yes. you know it's matters in some ways mm -hmm. because I'm constantly asking yeah. you for yeah. children yeah. advice. But also, I realize like when I'm out sort of away mm -hmm. on the road, like how much I talk about you. Mm -hmm. Like I do, it's kind of weird. It's in like a, but but it's because I like being with you. Yeah. You know, like we sit and we're talking and we're crying yes, and we're laughing. laughing. Yes. And then they're like, it's time to go it's do television. To go. Oh, right. <laughs> so it has And then it continues do. in the television part too. Yeah, it does. All right, you guys, don't forget, today's Viola Day. We're gonna talk to Viola in a little bit. Coming up next, do you have trouble getting off the phone with a talker? Uh, we've got some advice when we tackle your social dilemmas after this. You're doing that? I forgot. Oh, welcome back. All right, it is time for some Hoda and Jenna's social dilemmas. <laughs> All right. It's a long graphic. Oh, I like yeah. it. All right. Okay, so our first one comes from our today.com parenting page. And this is the question. Are gift registries for kids' birthday parties okay? Yeah, apparently this is a new trend. Uh, what do we think? I say no. You say no gift registries. I say I think that teaches kids that they can get whatever they want, which is not, you know, what mm -hmm. at least I, what I want to teach mm -hmm. my kids. But mm -hmm. also, haven't you ever had a birthday party where you forget to say no gifts and there's your all this stuff, all this yeah, thing, yeah, all these yeah. things. So do you usually usually do a no gift? I usually birthday. try to do yeah. a no gift or yeah. just have a small party. Like small party. if Mila's having four friends, yeah. that's yeah, four that's gifts, different. You can have you know? four gifts, yeah. But don't you think they open a gift, they throw it on the yeah. ground? I, the more gifts, the more that they discard. And I think the point about, I was thinking about it from the parents who's going to the party. You know, from my Trying kids going, help. it's like, oh good, oh gosh, do I have time to run? Do we have time to run to a store and throw wrapping right. paper on something and set? And this way, it's like, oh boom, they got what they wanted. We don't have to worry about it. But as the receiver, yes, yeah, I think it does teach you that you know all you have to do is is hit a button and you'll get exactly. And then the question after is, why didn't anyone get me the blah 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 I that know. I wanted as opposed to? Mm. All right, so you, we say no gifts. Okay, well, according to a Today.com poll, 46% um, say tacky, yeah. um, and 42% say useful, and 12 are still undecided. And I don't think it's tacky. I think you, no, you, make, tacky the, you make the better point. It's like your kid should not excess. think everything on their wish list instantly gets delivered because Amazon has it. All right, yeah. here's the next one. My family members are known for talking on the phone for hours. <laughs> I am the exact opposite. How do I get off the phone with my grandma? Oh, don't get off with grandma. Okay, we you should have picked another family member. You never know grandma's not gonna be there. Yeah. If it's your sister. Yeah, you can. Yeah, just say yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. But grandma, talk to her. I know, yeah. I think that you've just gotta just say and then what? And, yeah. and even put it on speaker and you can still be relaxed, but you can be put listening. It on, wait, relaxed or doing things? <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes. Relaxed or organizing. Maybe, do, maybe doing a few things. But you do some things when you're on the phone, don't you? Not really, because I don't talk on that phone. Either. Yeah, but if you were, and you had an hour-long conversation that was really just about shooting. What movies. you do think? What do you do when you're on the telephone? Sometimes I put earbuds in, yes. and I'll take like I'll listen because I'm you know cleaning the kitchen Cooking or dinner finishing. or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I guess that's multitasking. Okay. okay, here's here's another one. If you're on a road trip with friends and the driver gets a ticket for speeding, who pays for the ticket? 
is this like an existential question? <laughs> like if Pete and what's his name walk into a bar? Who pays, you split the ticket because you're on a road trip together. Oh, I don't know. <gasps> you think the driver should I think if the alone? driver is speed, like do you think that you're in the back seat telling the driver well, to speed? Well, you might be riding sidecar and you just, you know how when you're driving you lose Wait, track. Wait, are we actually in the motorcycle we're again? We're in the car. <laughs> I'm sidecar, you're driving. Wait, you go, you're going 70 miles an hour instead of 65 and for some reason the cops well did you ask me okay here's 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 the thing did you in your little sidecar with your goggles on say please go faster of course not but you but you lose track it's not your you know you know how when well, you're driving you're think, like oh my god i, I was think going if the 70. driver is hurrying to get if i'm on my motorcycle and she's in the sidecar with her goggles and she's like i gotta get to the gym you, and i'm speeding then we split if i'm just speeding i have to pay the ticket but if you're on a road trip with your friend and you get a ticket for speeding and you guys are talking and shooting the breeze and the cop pulls you I mean, over. I think a good friend would say, can yeah, I split, yeah, split this it. with you? Yeah. But I also think, unless, I think if you're driving, you're the one driving. Sorry. Anyway. Coming up next. <laughs> We've been waiting for this. We told you what day it is around here. Oscar winning actress Viola Davis is here. Viola Davis. Yes, you are not going to want to miss it. Her story of resilience and living your truth after this. We've been talking about her all week long. Viola Davis is finally here. Are you here. sure it's only a week? It's been longer than yeah. that. Oh, we're going to chat with her about her remarkable new memoir. It is an incredible read. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, let's check out Viola's astonishing career. <laughs> Viola Davis is one of the greats. Her powerful voice and raw emotions demand attention on stage and screen. Davis is only the 23rd person in history to earn the coveted Triple Crown of Acting, an Emmy Award for How to Get Away with Murder, two Tonys, and an Oscar for her role as Rose in the 2016 film adaptation of Fences. I've been standing with you. But the glamour of Hollywood is a stark difference from where Viola came from. In her new memoir, Finding Me, Viola shares intimate details of growing up poor and poverty-stricken in Rhode Island, how she suffered from a traumatic childhood, including abuse and bullying. It's a, it is an incredible story. It's a beautiful story. It's haunting. It's a story of resilience. Viola, welcome. Thank you. I mean, let's just start with the basics. You put this book out. It is your heart and soul. It's on a platter, and you're handing it out to the world saying, here I am. This is yes. me. How are you feeling in this moment? I feel pretty good. I feel pretty liberated. You know, I, I feel that I was going through this existential crisis of meaning you know, what does it all mean after the pandemic sort of reaching success and, and that sort of glass ceiling that people say, you have a life now, you you're famous, yeah. you did it, you're making money, and then nothing. The disillusionment of success comes. And then I, you know, I say it in the book too, I realize that the final step is significance. Hmm. It's sort of that ownership of every part of you and not just sort of putting on that mask of success and moving through life as this other person. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted people to be introduced to Viola from Central Falls mm. and not Viola the celebrity that you hug in Target parking lot because, <laughs> you know, and I appreciate it. I hug everybody, but 
<laughs> this is me. I mean, I, and I, that's why we were talking mm -hmm. about this cover, but mm -hmm. it's like you also had mm -hmm. to go back and mm -hmm. find mm -hmm. little Viola mm -hmm. and yeah. be with her. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you, you write about running, mm -hmm. that you ran um, not only from, literally, from bullies who mm -hmm. were trying to throw things at you and say horrible things, but did you run from her, mm -hmm. too? Did you run from that childhood? Well, I, I did run from her because I believed all those things that they said about me. Mm -hmm. You know, who tells you who you are? Your parents tell you who you are. Your culture tells you who you are. Your environment tells you who you are. My environment said that I was black, that I was ugly, that I was that N-word. And so I heard it and I believed it. And I had drive. I went to college, I went to Juilliard, and realized, like I said in the book, my feet just stopped moving. Mm -hmm. But I felt like my heart was still running mm. from that past being liberated from that little girl who I thought was, uh-uh, I don't want to be her. I don't want to be the bedwetter, uh -huh. even though she's a part of me. And not only were you running, as Jenna was pointing out, from those, from those boys, when you, there was not a safe place that was home. Yeah. Sometimes when you get home, you're like, oh, at least I'm home. Yes. Yes. But yeah. your home, as you describe in this book so eloquently, was a place where there wasn't food for you. You had to literally find it through. Yeah, it was beyond food insecurity. It was yeah. just no food, yeah. you know? And you, when, when people have to realize when there's no food, that's all you're thinking about. So you'll do anything for food. You go in the garbage cans for food. You'll steal for food. You'll make friends for food. You'll go up to strangers in the, on the street and go, do you have any money so I could get food? Yeah. And you, it, it's constant negotiating yeah. um, about, with deprivation. And then the violence in the home didn't yeah. help. The poverty didn't help. The bedwetting didn't help. The constant deprivation didn't help. And so, you know, it's like Einstein says, imagination is more powerful than knowledge. Mm. And the reason why he says that is you can go to an alternate reality within yourself if you are a creative spirit. Mm. When you need relief from your life, sort of like the pensive in Harry Potter's yes. books, <laughs> yes. when you take out the bad memories yeah. and you put it in the pot, when you need relief from it at times. Imagination does the same thing. It sort of elevates you from your realistic realm world and then you can redefine yourself in a world that you can create <laughs> i didn't have that mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't think that i had it of course when me and my sisters <laughs> created the, the characters of jaji and jaja yes. like maybe we had it a little bit <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, and you had, yeah. you write about like this age of 14 mm -hmm. and, and a, a couple things happening that empowered you. I mean, really, you empowered you. Yeah. You, ha you had teachers that saw you yeah. and that felt like something, but you also kind of had a dream mm -hmm. that you say was as valuable as the food and water mm -hmm. that Absolutely. you could have. It's once again being elevated into this alternate realm of redefinition of oneself. And... Uh, you know, I say that about my life. I say that my whole life has been, a, now I see it as a relay race mm -hmm. of the six-year-old Viola. She ran her leg of the race. She survived. She had a lot of inappropriate expletives that came out of her mouth. <laughs> okay. But that's what we do when yes. we're in survival mode. Yes. And she passed the baton on to the 14-year-old Viola that realized that dreams can get you out of your reality, that passed it on to the 28 Viola who said, you know what, 
You know, if I want to go out in the world and feel joy and peace, then I got to work on myself. I got to go into therapy. And then that 28-year-old Viola passed the baton to the 34-year-old Viola who got married and yes. realized that's an awesome responsibility. Yeah. And now I'm 56 <laughs> and I have the baton. <laughs> and right now I want to be liberated from labels. I want to be liberated from everything the world has taught me about myself. I want to be brave. Oh, that's what I want to be. <laughs> it's like a, I dream about being brave. Well, well you, your but, dream but is, is this. Is, yeah, right this here, it's coming is through. courage in a book. Yeah. This is courage <laughs> bound. You know. Yeah, but but courage makes your knees shake. <laughs> It does. It's like, you know, I jumped out of a plane, and I realized I jumped out of a plane for the exact same reason right. as to release myself of fear. And it's interesting that as you ascend with the plane, <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, what am I doing? <laughs> and then you get up to a certain, you know, point, and you realize there's only one thing that exists. You either jump or you don't. Mm. There's no in-between. <laughs> you either jump or you don't, and you trust that the wind is gonna carry you, you know, that the parachute is gonna carry you, you know, and, and that's how I feel about my life. I, I feel like I just have to trust myself. <laughs> you know, you, know. Um, you have gone from, you describe your childhood and you describe finding love. Yeah. And, you know, when I think about love, your parents are the ones who show you how to speak how to love, how to survive, how to be. They teach you all these life lessons. Mm -hmm. You found this prince. Uh -huh. You found this prince. How, how did that come to be? And how did you learn like, not to seek out what you had seen, mm -hmm. not to mirror what you had lived? I went to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I went to therapy. I remember my therapist, one of the things that she said was, you know, Viola, you wouldn't know how to walk across the street if it weren't covered in poop and pee. Mm. Mm. You would think that there was something wrong with it. And I thought to myself, oh my God, really? That's me? But I felt like I had to do that work in order to handle the insurmountable task, which is marriage. Mm. Mm -hmm. That day-to-day -day living. I, actually, Michelle Obama quote, you know, she says, if you've been married for 50 years and 10 of those years were bad, you have a good marriage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that day-to-day -day living of accepting mm -hmm. another human being into your life and nurturing that love and sort of dying to yourself, yeah. you know, um, well, yeah. Can you read that little piece of your yes. book? Do you mind? That was just a beautiful phrase. This is like phrase. your prayer. For oh, him. yeah. Yeah. When I got on my knees and I prayed to God for Julius, I wasn't just praying for a man. I was praying for a life that I was not taught to live, hmm. but for something that I had to learn. That's what Julius represented. And what does your, what does your daughter represent, your 11-year-old beautiful daughter? Hmm. You know, I feel about Genesis the same way I feel about myself when I look at myself when I'm younger. I think it's a great opportunity to grow and learn even about me because I have to give her the, those affirmations. Every day I do it, gee, your heart and your head are the two most important things in your life. Genesis, mommy's gonna love you more than anyone is ever gonna love you, even the love of your life. Genesis, life is gonna be hard. I could give you everything, everything that I know, but it's still gonna be hard. You're still, I'm telling, telling it to yourself. myself. It to You're telling like this yeah. little girl. Yeah. 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 
Oh, yeah. Viola. Wait, we, you can't leave. <laughs> we, we, know, we, we know, we, we never want you to leave. We just want to point yeah, that out. Yeah, if you want to stay longer, you can. <laughs> you, can find, you can find this book. It's called Finding Me. It's an incredible read. You won't put it down. It'll be read in one sitting. Uh, Today.com slash shop. And also, if you want to hear it oh. in the most beautiful way, Viola reads her own story. And it's uh, powerful, and powerful. Thank you, Viola. Thank you, Thank Viola. You. Stay longer. We'll be Thank back you. right after this. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. Oh my God. It is almost time to bust out the grill in much of the country, so until then, why don't we make a barbecue recipe you can make indoors? Oh, that's great. And we're making your very favorite thing, Huda ribs. I love ribs. Matt yes, Abdu is are. the executive chef and owner of Pig Beach right here in New York City. And he's kicking off a special event this weekend with the country's top pit masters. It's a meaning, yeah, really it meaningful thing it is, for you. It is. Well, ironically, today would have been our, my brother-in-law, my wife's twin brother, uh, who it's their 40th birthday today. Mm -hmm. Uh, happy birthday, Megan. Love you. There he is. There's Jeff, uh, my brother-in-law. Um, he passed away tragically and suddenly in 2018, and we hosted this benefit for a great cause, and we have some of the best pit matches in the country coming up. And this year, in addition to that, we're honoring our good friend, uh, Trent Haynes, who also suddenly passed away a few years back. Mm -hmm. That's him right there. And uh, we're just trying to cook up for a good cause, raise some money for some good causes, you know what, and just have a good You're, time. You use You're, your talents yes. for good. Yes, you do. We try. Right. And so today, uh, you know, just to celebrate and promote what we're doing over there is we're cooking up some hot honey okay. ribs. Ready Yay. to get to it? Oh, that so super simple. The best, the, every good barbecue has to start with a good rub. So in our bowl over here, we have the secret that makes this hot honey what? rub amazing. Honey granules. Now you can Ooh, find granules. these like on on the internet. Just order them. It's like granules. Does it taste honey. like honey? It tastes can like I... honey. Yeah, it's like sugar, but it's like tastes like it's like coated with honey. So they're honey granules. So in our bowl we have some honey granules, some yeah. sugar. Jen, if you don't mind, you got some onion, garlic, paprika, and all the herbs and spices. They go in that bowl. You get it all mixed up and together. Okay. This is your rub. This is all you need. You can put this, do this. All that's going to go in there too. Salt, pepper, paprika, a little ghost chili pepper powder for the heat. Mm. A little heat to zip in there. Mix that all together. Put that in a container in your pantry. Save it when you need it. What's cool. that? Our hot honey barbecue sauce. In here we have honey and ketchup. Honey and ketchup? Honey and ketchup is the base to every great barbecue sauce you, right on there. I feel like ketchup is on everything. It really honey is. I mean, it's, it's the perfect base for barbecue okay, sauce. And then so what? then add the rest, brown sugar, uh, molasses, Worcestershire, some white vinegar. Again, some more herbs and spices. We're going to let that simmer. Look at that. Out. Ah. Oh. You're doing perfect. What's going on here? I love what it. Let us all this. Let's go into that. It? All the herbs and spices go in. <laughs> let that simmer. I'm loving this. You guys are killing it right now. Let that simmer for about 10, 15 minutes or so, develop all the flavors. Now, what's really cool about making these ribs is that you don't need a smoker, you don't need a, anything like fancy like that. You can do these at home in your oven. I feel so, like Hoda's gonna make these ribs. She, she's I mean, a real it's rib so, person. It's so she easy. and my dad love ribs. So, I, so the first, <laughs> so that's like incredible, dad. I love it. Really are. So what we're gonna do first, we're gonna do what's called a dry brine, which basically just means we're gonna put it with some salt and pepper first. It's gonna help for the moisture and them. the flavor. Look, so, I know. Got a little pepper there, can't go wrong with that, right? Pepper? Yeah, How so, much do you put on? Is that too uh, much? That's a little heavy, but we'll, like, well, perfect. Look, you you got, no, yeah, you're rubbing it right I in. That's you are supposed to rub it. Okay. So we're gonna let that sit like that for 10 or 15 minutes. Then we're gonna come here, we have our hot honey rub that we made earlier. That's what you made. That gets seasoned and sprinkled all over the tops you and the bottom. Lots. You can Show like, me how much. yeah, you can rock and roll with that. Generously coat it all. And then what's cool about this recipe is we're going to take that, we're going to finish it with some apple juice and apple cider vinegar. Pour that right in there with it. We're going to add a little bit of mo just on moisture. The side. Why do you apple do it on the side like that? Uh, you could do it on top. It doesn't really matter. Okay. I was just trying to just Wait, for the apple camera. Apple juice and, and apple, and apple cider, cider vinegar. vinegar. Sweet and sour. Get that nice in there. Then we're going to wrap them up in foil. Put them in the oven. Bake them at, at 250 degrees for about three to three and a half hours or so right. until they're fall off the bone tender like we have here. Okay. Then on your grill, grill pan, or anything of that oh, nature, we're going to take them. We're going to 
whack them right onto that grill pan to get nice grill marks all over them. And we're going to baste the bottom sides first with that the hot honey barbecue why sauce. Why the bottom yeah, side first? You want every bite to have that delicious barbecue you sauce. Sure right? do. And you've got to slather it. You can't. No, this is And you're going to let those cook brush. on the bottom fries like that first Listen. for a little bit. Got that sizzle happening. Then about after two or three minutes or so, you're going to flip it, do the same thing on the top side. And then you have these oh decadent gosh, hot honey glazed. Come on. I'm girl. coming over. Yeah, okay, just go for it. Ribs. Uh -huh. Just go for it. Dive on in. Mm. I want more sauce. And then any great barbecue needs a good side. Here's some Mexican street corn recipe. Here, do you want some more sauce? Super Here, simple, Jenna, you perfect, didn't get enough. Corn recipe. Does your restaurant um, deliver? Because I we Huda, sure do. We're on Huda, Huda, Wait, you Huda, are? Um, likes <laughs> yes, to order ribs every once Let's go. Hold on. Anything. You just call me. We'll take care of it. Mm. But more so than anything, happy birthday, Megan. Love you. Happy birthday, happy Jeff. Happy birthday. Trent, Evan. And uh, hopefully anybody can make it out to the benefit we're doing this week and this Saturday from 12 to 4 at Pigby Park. I think you're going to have beautiful weather for you. It's great weather. It's going to be an amazing time for a great cause. So we hope to see you all there. So great to see you too. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. You're the best. Happy birthday to your twin. You can find this recipe at today.com slash food. Coming up next, Mother's Day is just around the corner. We've got some fun finds that will make her feel extra special this year. This is so delicious. There are just 11 days to go to find the perfect gift for Mother's Day, so we're going to help you out right this minute. Yeah, lifestyle expert Chassie Post, she found some <laughs> unique and thoughtful presents that may make any mom feel extra special. I love this. Yes, I can't believe Mother's Day is already oh, knocking on the door. It's almost there. And first up, we've got a gift that I've never seen before. Okay. It is called the Bond Touch Emotional Wearable Bracelet. Okay. And what it does in a high-tech way, it connects you with your mom or your loved ones, whether she's down the street or across the country or across across the globe so okay. here's how it works Hoda you are wearing one yes and I'm opening this little up and I am sending mm -hmm. I'm tapping it and I'm sending a little bat signal a love signal okay and it's gonna show up mm -hmm. and it's gonna light up okay. and send you some vibrations oh. do you get a vibration not yet maybe it'll happen <laughs> it will and no matter whether mom is across the country and this is a great way to note you can be walking down the street and it's gonna buzz and say oh so it's I'm like I know I'm thinking you. about you yeah. that's cute yes, it's like oh there it goes yes Oh, what does that feel? Says, nice. I know. So I think this is a really fun idea. Okay, I like a flower, but flowers can die. Right, but not these. Aren't these beautiful? These are beautiful floral sculptures, and these were designed by Bunny Williams, who is one of the mothers of all decorating, a very famous decorator for Ballard Designs. And what I love about these is they're hand-painted, and they're wow. just they're they, delicate. Yes, and these were antique, organic, beautiful mm -hmm. flowers, and now you you can put them on your coffee table, yeah. and you can collect one each year and they start at just $53 which I don't know any real flowers that you can see. No. Yeah. That right. That's yeah. yeah and so aren't those beautiful? Uh -huh. nice. I love that. Okay oh. so next up this oh. is yes. so great. You guys yes. have to Ready? try these. This up. is called the Bareback. Does that feel good? Uh, right yes right back and body system. This was invented by a mom because mom can pamper herself. It's a four-in-one attachment setup and check this out. Not only can you scratch your back, you can massage your back. You know what that is? Is that hard enough or not? That is a lotion applicator. Oh. So mom oh. can put lotion on this. And you know, this was created by a mom, obviously, uh, yeah. because have you ever asked anyone in your house to give you a back massage or yeah, no put one, lotion no on your back? Yeah. Right, they flee, busy. right? So this is uh, four in one. You can get the different oh, attachments. four in one. Yeah, so you can we switch like the out the attachments. Hard. We need right? nails in that. So <laughs> good. All right, so next up, this is such a fabulous idea. You know all your kids are, right? Every day they come home with another right. one. I don't know what to do right? with all that's that. Yes. So these are collages. This is another mom-owned business. And yes, it's called Sugar Pickle Designs. It's an Etsy shop. These are Sarah Claggett's uh, son's works. And 
36 pieces yeah, great. Of, right and that Lana's so children smart. you can do Lana's different sizes and these are printables they'll send you the digital file so you can print it out so you don't have to pay for shipping oh, that's great it's such a cute idea that's a great also one. Zazzle has a similar idea you can do little artworks on Make little keychains yes, keychain, oh, so cute. you never leave home without Aww. your kids artwork Aww. this one has a little letter that says I love you mom I can't stop right I love you who Aww. doesn't want that and oh. last but not least. Mm -hmm. This is another mom-owned uh, business. It's called Tipsy Scoop. And this mom, this is made by a fifth generation ice cream maker. And okay. she knew that we did not want to choose between cocktails or ice cream, right? Put them together. So this is boozy ice cream. That is mango. the margarita mango. And what's this one? This is probably the cake batter martini, uh, vodka martini. Oh, How Delicious. amazing is that? And, you know, spiked mint chip. There's a Mother's Day pack. <laughs> <laughs> right? We can get brain freeze and a buzz. Yeah, right? so amazing. Love Thank it. you, Chassie. To get these Mother's Day gifts, head to today.com shop. Coming up next, we're celebrating National Denim Day. Who knew it? We're going to play a genius game. Get it? No. After this. I don't no? get it. No? Not that funny. Mom joke. Did you know it was National Denim Day? I didn't. Neither All one right. of us are wearing denim. We're playing a game called Denim. denim. And Donna's here to host. And oh, I've got you guys covered. I'm oh, yeah. Seriously. You are down to your boots. Yeah. Go, girl. All right. <laughs> okay, so this is how the game's going to work. To my right, you will see a close-up of an iconic celebrity denim look. Okay. You know the ones. And then if you think you know it, hit the buzzer. If you need a hint, we'll just zoom in Wait, a little bit. Wait, are we guessing bit. who the person is? Yep. Are oh, we okay. competing? Yes. Oh, okay. Always. Who goes first? Okay. Well, whoever knows it. Oh, so let's check out the first photo oh, clip. And, um, okay. Britney Spears. Wow. It's what? when she and Justin Timberlake. How did you? Because I, I know that outfit. That was my era. Incredible. Oh my yeah, okay. that's from the that's AMA. Crazy. I remember no, that. Okay. Crazy. Okay. Next one. Yeah. Hit it. What is that? A hat. Bruce Springsteen. Oh my God. Born to Run. I mean, born in the USA. Yes, you're right from 1984. Wait, I'm sorry. I guess denim. I this guess is denim your, is my game. This is your hot game. Denim is okay, my game. Who knew? That's unbelievable. Keep All going, right, let's JDH. See if you know you're this on one. a roll. Well, you, you I'm, I'm into. You know it. Is that Billy Ray Cyrus? Nope. Jenna, Jenna, do you know? Um, is that? I don't know. But that's hilarious. It's salt and pepper. <laughs> from their Shake Your Thing music video. Oh, yeah. All right, next one. You can have a hint if you need. Okay, that just looks very tight. <laughs> yeah, can we have it? Let's, let's, let's zoom out a little. Great movie. Oh. Um, Sisterhood of the Traveling. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Came out in 2005. Nice. Little quote from it. Okay, next okay. one. Brooke Shields. Yeah, good one. Yeah. No, your era is your era. Calvin Klein, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that launched her career. Of course it did. Okay, next. Oh, that's, um, who's that? You need a hint? Camila Cabello? Yes. Good job when she was here that day. She just I was performed here. on her I was here. I remembered. Okay. Hoda, if you get this one, let's mm -hmm. see. I know it's either Meredith Fierro or Savannah Guthrie. Or my butt. Mom Jeans. Jenna Bush. Yes. God, I should have known my own body in SNL. Jerry, 
Jerry, you can have it, Jerry. Jerry, I no, think honestly, you should have it. Honestly, you know we're what? Not, we're, Actually, we're not going to say goodbye. We're not going to say goodbye to Jerry just yet. Jerry has had a long career at NBC, and we're going to talk about you a little later in the week. Don't go, Jerry. Don't go, Jerry. We love you. We love you to the moon and back. And we'll be back after this. Good job, ladies. Din Um was quite fun. I didn't know there were so many iconic. Coming up tomorrow, the stars of Girls 5 Eva, Sarah Bareilles, Renee Elise Goldsberry, Busy Phillips, and Paula Pell. Oh, we can't wait. Plus, if you're bored of burgers, you get bored of burgers? No, I, don't. I don't really, but we have a great chef, Ronnie Wu. He has a twist that you're going to love. And if you want more Viola Davis, oh my gosh, and everybody we love, does, we love Viola. We could have sat with Viola Davis for the full hour. All Check day. out the latest episode of Hoda's podcast. It's a beautiful conversation. Oh. It's called Making Space. Never enough Viola. We'll see you guys. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye.